Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Three, two, one. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. We live on YouTube, we live on Facebook, and of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! What's good, Bomb Squad? The team is back out there in full at practice, and we got some practice notes for you. It was a good one out there. They're picking it back up. They're picking up that momentum that they've had over the last three weeks, and we'll break it all down from .com and the Twitter world. Plus, in the roundup, slight injury scare, slight injury scare, just a little bit. Also have an injury update, and the president himself, Zach Martin, has spoken, and he has the entire offensive line room the entire offensive staff fired the hell up just like i am today this morning with my guys and gals called the bomb squad baby bomb squad how we feeling how we feeling huh hey uh <laughs> swain not swain my bad i just saw swain up here. uh slim i'm gonna i'm gonna need you on this one slim i'm gonna need you on this one Slim. you're gonna like this show you're gonna like this show man you're gonna like this show uh, look, if y'all want to call in today and talk about whatever it is you want to talk about, you can. 351-999-3787 is the call-in line, and we can rap about what happened at practice. We can continue to rap about what happened out there on Saturday uh, at AT&T Stadium. Again, they are ramping up, though, to prepare for the Seattle Seahawks on this upcoming Saturday night. And um, this is supposed to be the dress rehearsal game. However... We know that the Cowboys are not going to play a lot of these starters. That does not mean that some of these young bucks that are pushing this roster, as the title says, uh, shouldn't go out there and get more reps and gain more confidence. So we got a whole, whole, whole lot to talk about today, Cowboys Nation, and I want to hear from you. With that said, y'all, Nature Boy. Now that we've said hello, let's get down to business. Let's get down to business, shall we? It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you, Cowboys Nation. First up on the dock is some injury things to get through. Per Pat Walker, what's been going on with J. Lou? Well, here we go. Jordan Lewis has not suffered any setbacks in his recovery from the Liz Frank injury. Uh, he talked to Pat and told him, quote, he's able to do everything. He can run routes. He can do the cuts, speed, speed runs, etc. He's ramping up 
his stamina. Uh, he's nearing a return once he's cleared medically. So uh, just another guy, another debt piece to add to this defense. No Cowboys Nation. I am still, yes, Eric Scott is playing well and all this stuff. I am still on the side of I am not trading or releasing or cutting Jordan Lewis for four and a half million dollars. Not doing it. He'd have to go out there and look like absolute dog poop for me to do that. I'm trying to win six. And then trying to win six, there's going to be adversity from an injury standpoint or a play standpoint. And I want some guys in that foxhole that's been around and has competed and played at a high level. Has J. Lou been all pro? No. No. But J. Lou has done good things in this with this defense, with this franchise, that you can say, hey, that, that veteran right there, I want in the foxhole if things get chippy and I need to throw somebody out there. So J. Lou inching his way back. But let's keep an eye on that, right? Because if it's a situation where they're okay with saying, hey, J. Lou, we don't, we don't need you early on. So we'll, we'll continue to keep you on the pup list. That way we get four games to evaluate some of these other young corners. Or if he says, hey, I'm good to go, then damn it, you just start the season off with some bomb depth. And who's going who's gonna to cry about that? Nobody crying about that. So Jordan Lewis inching back closer to being medically cleared. Boy, hey, hey. John Oney had a funny tweet yesterday. He said, all right, whose ass do I got to kick? <clears throat> so Michael Parsons, and you know the, if you, if, you, if you read certain things, if you read certain articles, headlines, I get it, man. Click, like clickbait is actually a part of journalism now. Like it's a thing to where hey, we want you to click the article. We're not going to lie too much on the headline, but we're going to make it click clickable, right? So you'll hear this, Micah Parsons leaves practice early, early with an injury scare, right? Then you dig into it, Micah got kicked in the leg. He's fine, according to those down there. Bullet dodged. Bullet dodged. So uh, he did have his leg wrapped, though. So maybe we can keep our eye on that situation as well. But we're talking about Micah. We're talking about the young lion. And I think he'll be fine. But he did leave the last like 10, 11 plays of practice, uh, the red zone period. So precautionary, right? When your best player gets kicked like that or gets nicked up, you better take precautions. You better take precautions. And that's what they did. And then El Presidente. Zach Martin, his first day back, and he got right up in there. I mean, now he didn't participate in team drills or in, in uh, the team activities, but he did the individual stuff. He did the uh, kind of just walkthrough type of stuff. But Zach was out there. He addressed the media for the first time, uh, and he had some quotes we'll read again here. Quote, he said, I never took anything personal during this whole thing. You got to realize when you make a decision like that to hold out, you're stepping into that arena that we talked about yesterday. You've got to play by their rules. It was a great experience for me a learning experience to sit across from a guy like that with all of the business savvy that he has. I can't say enough about him and the rest of the Jones family. He said there was some tough times, but there are no hard feelings. We'll, we're able to come to an agreement. And I was looking forward to get back out there. And the offense was elated to have him back out there, Cowboys Nation. McCarthy said that the offensive staff, when the uh, news dropped, they erupted. The room erupted. A bunch of high fives and hugs and everybody excited to have him back, including his teammates. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Let me bring you back here. 
Terrence Steele uh, talked a lot about Zach Martin over the years, but yesterday he, he got a chance to speak with the media as well. And he had a ton uh, to say about him in, in regards to how Zach has helped him in his growth, where he helps him the most at, whether it be on the field, in the locker room. And he also talked about where he was at in his recovery and whatnot. And he, he's, he's all, he's good to go. He's ready to go. He's hundred percent. And you can kind of see it out there at camp in some of these footages, like he's, he's back and him being ahead of the schedule is, is, is great because we still have the depth issues that we're trying to work through. But that starting unit is something serious that you can, it's a top 10 unit. Let's just be real. Right. But having Zach, and he was going to be here, but having Zach here now, not having to worry about all the way up to the season and maybe you get some rust or whatever. We'll get all of that out at this moment. But here's uh, Terrence still talking about Zach Martin and, and, and what's most important uh, about having him back. How do you and Zach get back up to speed? And, you know, it's been a while since you played and he's yep. not been here. It just comes down to reps. Uh, just getting all the rest we can, uh, just trying to make it for a lost time. So, but we'll get it back. Uh, we already had a natural connection, so it, it shouldn't be hard to get back. Yes, they did. he made a bigger impact for you in the classroom or on the field whenever you get those teachings? Mm, I would definitely say on the field. Um, just how we fit stuff, you know, our doubles um, in the past game, just our sets, our set recording and stuff like that. So definitely on the field stuff. He mentioned the doubles. He mentioned that chemistry on the field. And sometimes when someone's not around, you kind of forget. Or in offseason, we don't really watch a whole bunch of the previous season's film because we're now into the, you know, we're, we're into preseason. We're into training camp. We got rookies. Oh, but let's not forget Cowboys Nation. That chemistry on the right side is very, very real. And it's very potent. He talked about the duo. That duo block and the combinations that they have, they just flow so damn well with each other, man. We saw a bunch of the duos on Saturday. If you didn't get a chance, uh, go go check it out. I don't know if it's on Game Pass or not, or just rewatch. You'll see the duo is a staple of this offense. It's here to remain. And a guy like Mike Solari uh, coaching it up, I think, is actually going to be great. But Zach and Terrence still, to me, Together in the run game, I mean, I don't know that you can name five better combinations on the right side. Seriously. I don't know that you can do it. And the film backs that up. The numbers back that up. If you want to be a great guy, go look at the right side when guys run over there. Go look at the offense when Zach is out or when, when Terrence is out. These two are extremely important, important to what you want to do on an offense side of the ball from a run game standpoint, right? Schottenheimer talked about being able to run the ball when you know they're going to run it. Or I know I can run the ball on that side when it's time to run a rock and they know I'm going to run it, no matter who's back there. But they're also important from a passing game standpoint, Cowboys Nation. Like, Zach Martin and Terrence Steele not only are great as run blockers, but I still believe Terrence is extremely underrated from a pass protection standpoint. And he's getting better. By the way, he's getting better. But Zach Martin last year in over 600 pass snaps, zero sacks given up, two quarterback hits. Terrence Steele, yes, he got hurt, but he played over 400 pass snaps. One sack given up against Detroit, ironically. Four quarterback hits. We're talking about combined here. <laughs> combined. One quarterback hit. I'm sorry, one quarterback sack. Six quarterback hits on over 
thousand passing snaps. Allow me to put on the Homer hat. Allow me to put on the bias hat. You can call me what you want to call me, man. I will put this duo up against anybody in the league. And yeah, there might be a few that might be better, but give me my guys. Give me the six-time first-team All-Pro, eight-time All-Pro Zach Martin, and give me this young stud that's continuing to develop in everything in his game, and you're never going to outwork him in Terrence Steele. This is a true dynamic duo for the Dallas Cowboys, and it might not look sexy. You might not have a whole bunch of stats. It ain't touchdowns or nothing like that. But they are going to be extremely, extremely important to the Cowboys' success in 2023. I call Tyler Smith the linchpin, right? But I think these guys are going to be the heartbeat of how this offense flows this year. I truly do believe that, Cowboys Nation. Truly do believe that. We got a couple callers on the line. I'm going to let that continue to grow because I want to get to some of these practice notes. I'm burying the lead here, huh? I want to get to some of these practice notes right now. Uh... If you want to call in, 351-999-3787 is the call in line, Cowboys Nation. I got you, Deshaun. I got you, 209. Give me a second, and we'll definitely rock. But I think it's very important to get to some of these notes because we'll talk about offensive line. We'll talk about that wide receiver room. We'll talk about what's happened on the pass rush and everything that we've heard down there. So uh, let's get to it. This comes from .com, by the way. And we're probably going to be back and forth between .com and Twitter. And we start off with Zach Martin. He made his triumphant return to training camp on Tuesday. And he only got limited reps in team drills. And mostly did a lot of the uh, the individual stuff as well. So he says, don't expect to see Martin in the preseason. But getting him back has definitely made this team better, right? It's given a boost of confidence to that room. Um, that has had a spotlight in the last three weeks. Now, I wanted to start off with that one because Zach Martin not getting first team reps in his first day back. Guess who got some of them things? TJ Bass, baby. TJ Bass got a few reps, and this comes from Nick Harris as well. Offensive guard TJ Bass getting a couple of reps at left guard with the ones in team drills today, and he meant right guard. So he meant on the right right hand side. As he should. I believe he earned those reps, right? He earned those from the game. He earned taking some of those reps away from number 75, which we'll get to here in a quick second. But I just want to let y'all know TJ Bash is on his way. He's on his way, right? Um, and then my bad for burying the lead. I had to get here. Jalen Tober wowed the crowd. In Oxnard today with multiple athletic grabs, including one in the back of the end zone in two-minute drills where he leaped over Eric Scott and somehow kept his feet in bounds for the score. Confidence is continuing to build day by day for the second-year pass catcher out of South Alabama. If you missed the catch, I mean, come on, man. It's just nasty, man. Slim, let me talk to you for a quick second, bro. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you for a quick second. I get on you. I get on you a lot. When you say some crazy things, when you say a, a fifth round pick in 
Austin Richards is going to be the next Eric Williams. I, or Jake Ferguson ain't shit. I get on you. I give you a hard time. But I, I, I got to say, you brought this up to me like a week after camp. And I said, well, wait a minute, man. If, 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 if this happens, let it be because he just going crazy. And I'm talking about this. You were very adamant in that. You believe that Jalen Tober should be wide receiver three, not Michael Gallup. I said, well, damn it, wait a minute. Let's let him get out there and push Michael Gallup. Let, let's let him, If he's going crazy, fine. I have the conversation. If he's pushing Michael Gallup, fine. I have the conversation. Jalen Tober going crazy. <laughs> he's going crazy right now. And he's pushing Michael Gallup. He had that catch of the day yesterday. We saw that uh, not too long ago here on the show. It was showed off his athleticism that we saw at South Alabama, right? We That go up and get it ability. We're starting to see his route running become better. It's improved. It's, it's improved right alongside his confidence because that was one of the main things that is, was shaking in his rookie year. The athletic ability was there, right? We talked about this coming into the season. It was always about, it was always about can the other side of his game catch up to the athletic side and it has it absolutely has man and while look, it's a given that he's going to be the wide receiver four on this team i think that's done that's a done deal easily i still want to see him out there this week i'm going to go back on my word a little bit when i talked about hey maybe we can sit him down nah i want to continue to see him build on that confidence just in case he's needed because we've seen over the last three years that could be a possibility so I would like to see him get some more reps out there with the Seattle Se in the Seattle Seahawks game. It doesn't have to be 33 reps or nothing like that, but get him some more some more catches. Get him, get him out there in space. Let him get some contested ones, deep balls, come down with him, and continue to build on top of that, stacking good days on top of good days. But I know what y'all ready to say here. Man, Sky, forget wide receiver number four. I want him to come for wide receiver number three. Look, I'm not ready to just say he wide receiver three yet. I will I will say that. Well, I'm going to give you flowers. I'm going to give you flowers on, on him pushing him because he's definitely doing that. I'm not ready to say that's what he is yet. But here's what I'm going to say. And this is what my, what my argument was before. This is wonderful. You want him to be pushing Michael Gallup. And you might be saying, well, Scott, he ain't pushing Michael Gallup. I don't know about that, bruh. I don't know about that. Michael Gallup believes he's pushing Michael Gallup. Here's Michael Gallup on Jalen Tolbert's progression and what he's seeing out there. What can you tell us about uh, Tolbert getting, uh, you know, in more going this year and year two? And then Turpin, we're seeing more highlights out there from yeah. Turpin. Are these guys going to show up on Sundays for you? Oh, easily, easily. Uh, Tolbert, Tolbert's came a long way. Last year, I mean, it was just, you know, we kind of threw him in there. Yeah. He was just a little bit, you know, shaking a little bit. But now it's just like he knows the whole offense from front to back. Uh, he can play any position he wants to, and he's a daggone good athlete. Um, so I need to watch out for my job, to be honest. He's coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, hell, he coming, you know. And I thought that it would be next year. Not going to lie. I thought, you know. And I still do. I still do believe that. Let me let me let me slow down. Let me slow down. I still do believe that that if Michael Gallup does not get back to Michael Gallup, he's definitely on the outs. Jalen Tobert, if he shows off in the regular season, is wide receiver three. Boom, we're good to go. But if Michael Gallup doesn't show that he's Michael Gallup, 
first four, five, six games of this of this season, and he's worse off, right? Jalen Tobert, I think, is going to get in there. Jalen Tobert, I think, is going to get in there, man. As long as he carries this over into the regular season, right? That that's it, and that leads me to, well, why? What are you talking about? Get down or lay down? That's a handful of players, Cowboys Nation. Michael Gallup is one of them, and I'm not saying that Michael Gallup is going to just just melt or whatever. But when you got these young guys pushing this roster, either you get down or you lay down. This is going to be class. Y'all going to get down or lay down. And this is what you want. This is what I meant the other week when I said, is this the most competitive roster? Because these dudes are going to push these guys. Some of them are vets. Some of them are, are young guys as well. Jalen Tolbert, looking at Michael Gallup. This is going to be class. Y'all going to get down or lay down? <laughs> you're going to get down or you're going to lay down. Another guy. Another guy. And I'm going to go down this whole list. We talked about TJ Bass. Josh Ball. TJ Bass. Looking at Josh Ball like get down or lay down. Jabril Cox. Devin Harper and Malik Jefferson trying to make this team. They in that room like this is going to be class. Y'all going to get down and lay down. Got to get down and lay down, man. And then obviously Peyton Hendershot, John Stevens ain't going nowhere, you know. And here's the, here's the thing about this: you could argue Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup has a contract or whatnot. He's pretty safe. It would have to take an injury or absolutely terrible play. Hendershot's an undrafted free agent. Simi Feoko, Jalen Brooks, fifth round pick, seventh round pick. <laughs> Your fifth round pick status means nothing. Jabril Cox, fourth-round pick three years ago. Harper's a sixth-round pick. That, that means nothing. So either you step up or step out. Or in the words of Beans, This is going to be class. Y'all going to get down or lay down? <laughs> get down or lay down. So, Slim, I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to specifically call you out here because I give you a hard time. And when you brought up about a week out, it was like a week of camp, and you said... Jalen Tobert's wide receiver three. I don't care what y'all say. Shut up, Scott. I said, man, slow the hell down. There ain't no damn wide receiver three. But if if he pushes him with himself there, we'll have a conversation. He pushing, man. He pushing. If I'm gonna give y'all a hard time, I, I gotta definitely say, hey, man, you called you called that one a little bit. And I'm not saying he's wide receiver three, but he's definitely putting the pressure on Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup said he's putting the pressure on Michael Gallup. I mean, how can you refute that? How can you refute that? And you want that. You want these guys to push those in front of them because it makes the team better. That was that was really my main argument. Too many times we, we want to pit people against each other so we can be right. In reality, you're missing the main point. This is going to make this squad better. We don't want Tober to elevate because Michael Gallup sucks. We want Tober to elevate because Michael Gallup is going out there and he's trying to ball out and he is balling out, but Tober's balling out more. Tober going crazy. He going crazy right now, man. All right, yeah, Dennis Houston had a good had a, had a good couple days at camp, had a good game as well. Uh, I I don't know that Dennis Houston is gonna make this roster, but he's pushing. You know, he's he's having he's having a a good camp. It's gonna be some some tough cutdowns. Although, a lot of the times when this happens, guys get cut and people assume they won't make it on the roster, uh, make it through waiver wires. We do this every year. Some of these guys will be back, one hundred percent. All right, let's hit these phone lines right quick. And uh, we'll get to Deshaun. He was first up on the list. What's good, right. Deshaun? All right, what up? So I got three quick points. Also, shout out to uh, COF Sports. He's like in the chat and everything. He's the one that actually called October 1st. Yeah. Uh, so, 
So for one, all right, Zach Martin. So I'm I'm happy, I'm excited, but I'm kind of irritated too. And I'm gonna tell you why. The reason I'm kind of irritated is because everybody on the Cowboys panel saw that we needed a guard. Oh, okay. And yeah, the second round, and I'm not trying to like crap on a man. The second round, Luke was not supposed to be the pick right there. And the reason why this is, I feel like this is why Cowboys get themselves into bad situations. Because they don't plug up the holes that they need to plug up. Because if we, the honest with me, personally, Scott, if we would have got a guard that's very competent, he didn't, he didn't need to be a Zach Martin. It, that, that, I don't think Zach would have did the thing he did at that time. That's just, that's my personal thing. But hopefully they kind of work on that. Because my next concern is going to be Tyron Smith. Because now, if he gets Shit, injured, then you have to bring him into the. Like I said, plug, plugging these holes up early, trying to figure this out. Me, that Scott has inside. Uh, Bosch has this uh, meaning that always drive offensive line each round to like build up competent like competition. This is why because if you don't, wait, wait, wait. you, you, get you, you mean off. you mean each year, right? You mean draft O lineman each year, not each round. No, not each round, but a year. Like you can't wait for the fifth pick to try to say, hey, let's go get an offensive line. Like, that's I mean, yes, you on can. Riches, but... You can. You absolutely can. The, the problem, absolutely. You don't. You don't take an offensive lineman in the first and second round every single year. That's just ridiculous. You gotta. You gotta be able to develop these guys. This year, though, the difference is this year you 100 probably should have took one earlier than the fifth round, like that. That and then definitely when I was on the train of just keep what's the name at left tackle as opposed to bringing back Ter- uh, Tyron Smith and counting on him, then boom, plug in your left guard with your draft pick, but. Yeah, you can draft guys in day two and day three of the draft and and develop them. You absolutely should. You can't if you take an offensive lineman every year in the first or second round, bro. You're you're going to be missing out on a lot of good players. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't think about a second round, but these these getting getting them to like at least fourth at least. I say they did like nothing too crazy. You don't have to be nothing. They did. Too out, out. Tyler Biotish is a fourth but, round pick. You know who else is a fourth round pick? I mean, this is how this is why there's no exact science to this. You know who else is a fourth round pick? Who? Josh Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. Okay, let me hear you. Just say it. Let me hear you get that second point. <laughs> let me hear you get that second point. So, second, uh, the the uh, competition. I love that there's more competition this year than last year. Last year, it kind of just felt like if you if you hear, you're here. Now mm. it's kind of more of pushing people. Now it's more of kind of making people get out of their uncomfortable zone. Like, you but. Step up or uh, step out. Simple as that. And that <laughs> I, I love that. I or love get the down and lay competition. Down. And <laughs> now, now let me talk to you. So uh, now, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to players making plays. And me personally, I feel like the preseason is going to tell a lot in the sense of I I kind of need to see our receivers get more kind of involved because last game I couldn't see it because. The offensive line kept getting they they ass beat all day long. Well, to be so fair, hopefully, to be fair, when I did ahead. when I did my uh my my list the other day, one of the things was was that it was like, hey, I want to see more production from the wide receiver room, and and low key we did, like low key the, the amount of yardage that these guys got in first game, outdid the amount of yardage some of them got in the entire preseason last year. So I think they're they're already marching in the right step are in the right direction right now. And that should only get better the more and more they're out there in game with game time bullets flowing. And these quarterbacks kind of get better while they're out there playing. But 
they're, they're already in that direction. They, they've put out better production in the first preseason game than they did all of last year combined, bro. And then my last point was save Micah from Micah. I know a lot of times Micah is full throttling, but the last thing you want is for game one to come and Micah's not there. That's the last thing you want. I know it might not be a serious injury, but like I said, that, that injury stuff can build on top of it, and that's the kind of last thing we want. All right, man. Appreciate the call, Deshaun. Appreciate it. Let, let me say this, too, because I, I don't want this to get mistaken. There's enough food on the table for everybody eating the Rob Seaver. When I say everybody, I mean the top four wide receivers. I think can all have some type of role in this offense to where you come out of this. And let's say everybody stays healthy, right? Let's just say everybody stays healthy. Will Tolbert have a Cedric Wilson here? Probably not. You know, if everybody's healthy and playing at, at the level that they can play to their talents, you're going to have the big three. Then you'll have fourth and fifth receiver get chip in here and there. But like we said, going into this thing, Tober can show immense growth, but the production might not be crazy. Wild thing is the only production he needs is like five receptions, 80 yards. And, and that is better than what he did last year. But I think he'll have more than that. I do. I think he'll, he'll, if let's just say everybody says healthy, I definitely can see him in that 20 reception range, you know, which doesn't sound like a whole lot. It probably won't be a whole lot to anybody, but for Jalen Tober going off of what happened last year, that would be an, a major step because he's already taking that step. Now he just has to produce out on the field. And I saw somebody say, hey, you know, I'm not ready yet. I'm not sold. I got to wait to the regular season. Hey, I get it. I get it. Wait and see. That, that, that's kind of what a lot of players, but there are some things that you can take a look at from a film standpoint or just watch and play um, and say, hey, look, these things are improved. These things can translate. Route running translates. Going up and getting a rock, that translates. Being confident, confident translates. Because all those other things weren't there last year, and that translated in a negative way, right? He was not confident. He couldn't run his routes crisply because he was thinking too much. He didn't even know where to line up. So I, I get wanting to wait to see where the production can be, but Jalen Tobert is better, y'all. He's just a better player, man. And, and if he gets a chance, I think he, he'll show that. In the regular season. Let's get one of the OGs on the horn here, man. B Bird, what's good, bro? Hey, what's up? What's up, Scott? How you doing, brother? Real good, man. Real good. Hey, so I I, I think what on this uh Gallup and Tobert thing, I think what you have is Gallup and his contract versus Tobert and his potential production. Um Part I think it, yeah. um Gallup right now, isn't he the highest paid wide receiver on our team? Uh, he up there. Um, he's up there, but but the contract plays some part of it for sure, right? For sure. But e even if he didn't, even if he didn't have this crazy contract, he has the production in the league. I think that puts him up there. If if Michael Gallup had three years of what Jalen Tober did last year, this wouldn't even be a con you know what I mean. It's, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. But Michael Gallup showed you as a wide receiver, too, or as a third wheel, I can be productive in this offense or with this quarterback. So I do think he has kind of a seniority thing going on, a resume thing going on. But the contract definitely plays a factor. I'm not going to deny that. And, and as far as Tobert is concerned, last year I was down on him, but it wasn't necessarily for Tobert. It's because I think what happened is last year uh, the Joneses was trying to cover for the uh, Amari Cooper 
uh, trade debacle. And so they put a lot on him, uh, you know, pumping him up, pump, pumping him up, and this, that, and other. But in a sense, I've always thought that you have a kid from University of South Alabama that has not played a lot of football, give him time to grow. And But they kind of put him out there and try to put a lot on him because they, and it just, it just kind of backfired. So I always thought that they, they could have just brought him along a little slower. But I think they were trying to um, cover their behinds by, uh, again, the bad Amari Cooper trade. And so they put a lot on him, and he just kind of – he wasn't ready for it. So now he kind of understands what it is to be a pro. Uh, yeah. He is, you know, simplifying the offense. Now he's able to do what he naturally does uh, without having all the other things on him. So smart I think it's going to be a too. positive – yeah. It's a smart kid. This, sorry, is, this is a kid that came into South Alabama uh, from high school, didn't play a whole lot of receiver at high school. First year, he was like, whoa. He was taken back, culture shock. You know, this is a different level. But then he, you know, got in the film room, learned a position, got better in his craft, and the next thing you know, boom, he's breaking records at South Alabama. I think the same thing happened in the league. You know, South Alabama's different from the league. He gets to the league first year, whoa. You know, I'm culture shock. I'm not really sure how to do some of these things. It's, it's overwhelming. But then he puts in the work. He gets in the film room. He, he, he takes the notes. We heard Schottenheimer talk about the notes. And he's now putting the mental side to his physical side, and we know he's got that ability, and, and it's all there out in front of him. So, so this is my last point, man. It's kind of a little bit off topic, but I think y'all talked about it the other day uh, as far as that criticism uh, in the media. One of the things I would tell y'all is that as far as, like somebody said that, man, he's getting criticized more than Romo. Well, you got to understand that the, that social, social media, media has, grown, has grown more than it was when it was Romo. And, and, and these people are craving for clicks, man. And so the Cowboys are the most popular team in the world. And, you know, they're polarizing, man. Either you love them or you hate them. It's not like the, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, either you love them or you kind of don't like them or, you know, something like that. You, you have a definite feeling for the Cowboys. Either you love them or you hate them. So as long as you have a feeling for them, then it's no different than being a heel wrestler. People say, oh, I hate him. Yeah, yeah but you want to see him lose. And so you, you're going to go to see him. And so um, you got to be – the thing I like about this whole YouTube community, uh, y'all content creators – is that the most people that tune in here and you guys, even amongst cowboy fans locally that y'all that y'all friends with, we are the biggest ones out of out of our little cowboy fandom, you know, the people that we deal with, our friends or whatever. The thing is now, man, is that we have more information, even with you know, with the internet. We don't have to go out there I don't listen to people, even my friends, man, that I was cowboy fans a long time ago. If they come back and they repeat generic things that Skip and Shannon or mm -hmm. uh Stephen A say then I'll stop listening to him, man, because it's a lot of information out here right now. You're just being lazy not going to get it. And so I don't know if you ever – kind of puts me in the mind of uh, if anybody ever saw that movie Idiocracy. Yeah. It kind of puts me in that mind <laughs> That's that – That's crazy you say that. When, when, you're, when you're a Cowboy fan and you're tapped into you guys and, and, you have, and you're going to find research, then when you talk to somebody that says, well, man, that threw too many exceptions, I just look at them and just say, oh, we're not even going to talk about sports anymore because – you don't bother to go in and find out context. Right. And I say, I cannot talk to somebody that has the information available but just won't go do it. Yep. And so, man, it's, just, it's tough being a Cowboy fan, but I will not listen to ESPN. I will not listen to your, your Fox FS1. I just don't even tune in anymore because they're not trying to give you actual news. They're trying to uh, do what Shady does. Yeah, they're, trying, they're just trying to get eyes, man. And, and what they're doing is, man, they, they – they're pimping themselves out for, for, for ears, 
and eyes. And I'm not going to be part of it, man. I don't even click on any of the stuff on, on you know, I don't, I don't even give them clicks, and I definitely don't give them any kind of uh, ratings on viewership anymore because I don't have to because you're going to get the real from Sky. You're going to get the real from Boss. You're going to get the real from Landlord. You know what I'm saying? From Botch. You're going to get the real from you guys, and that's what we need to be focused on, man. So anybody ever talk to me about sports, say anything about Skip Shannon or anything about ESPN, the conversation is going to end at that Thanks. point in time. But that's all I got to say, man. I just wanted to say that. I appreciate you giving me the time to do that, man. I appreciate you. I'll continue listening. Always be very appreciate you, big dog. Yeah, that he's become a litmus test, right? Uh, and I'm with you. And honestly, I, I just stopped the fights on social media anymore because it's 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 nauseating now. It, it's no one wants to really talk the game. It's just the the shock jock value, right? And the troll, like trolling, is is now a a real thing, like on the internet. It, you used to be able to joke and troll with your friends and whatnot, and some of your rivals. Would, but now, like people, quite literally make social media to troll hide behind it used to be an egg now it's some random picture just a troll and just like five years ago i used to take pride in doing the nuance and the details on at one point facebook i really wasn't twitter all like that and then that got like whoa twitter got or facebook got crazy so i don't even fool with facebook that much my bad facebook um but now it's come over to Twitter where you can't really have football conversation on Twitter. But again, the Tony Romo thing is what really got me to want to cover this team in a certain way because I didn't think we were being covered the right way. It was just about shock, jock, and value. And you said it, you know, it's carried over now here with Dak. You know, it's 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 laziness. It's, it's really lazy analysis, if you even want to call it that, um, when it's just, oh, Dak sucks. If, if that's, that's how I can tell. Oh, you're right, bro. Hey, appreciate you, man. Salute. And I keep it moving. I'm not about. To, you're never going to change a Dak sucks guy's mind or Dak is made guy's mind, because they don't care. They don't care about context. They don't care to watch film. They don't care to watch or listen or study or anything. It's just, well, he didn't win the Super Bowl. Dak sucks. So, you know, I'll let y'all deal with all that. A couple more notes from camp. In fact, we're going to go to uh, Kyle Yeomans. That ain't the notes here on Twitter. Kyle Yeomans practice notes number eleven. Pass rush looked fresh. After a few days, Tobert, Gallup, and Cooks all made great grabs. The secondary ruled in the red zone on one-on-ones. I did see a couple uh, of clips of uh, Trayvon Diggs. He was definitely in tight coverage down there. D-Law was extra active in pass rush. I feel like D-Law is getting wound up in a good way. Like he, He's just, maybe, maybe we might see D-Law go crazy this year. Just, just, just think about it for a second, man. He's got the interior now for the first time. He has, he's had this type of interior uh, where you're going to get some push. Micah and Sam and Da and Dante. You, you can, you can pay attention to D Law if you want. They going to eat. They are going to eat. But when Micah is on the opposite side, I'm just saying D, D Law. We, I'm not talking about no sack records or anything like that for the Cowboys in total. But the Cowboys might exceed their sack total last year. I'm going to just say that. And he could have a big say in that. Eight to ten sacks would not shock me. And I know he's not a sack guy anymore, but I think he can get that. Uh, Deuce Vaughn saw extra reps with the starters, as he should. And DeMarvion Overshone flew around. He had a nice tackle uh, for loss where he showed that speed, man. He showed that explosiveness. So uh, Demo, WM Demo, is continuing to build off of his first uh, game out there on Saturday. All right, let's get back 
into these phone lines. We got some numbers I'm not familiar with. We got 912, what it is. Hey, what's going on, Will? How you doing, bro? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, I love the fact that you were just uh, talking about Demo, man. I, I said that you would love the Marvion. He, he wasn't really a project. I mean, every player is a project, though. He can get better. But, uh, yeah, I, I just knew he was going to be ready to plug in and play. Um, what I really wanted to talk about, though, was uh, cuts. Um, do you honestly think that Kevante Turpin is going to make this roster based on the fact that an explosive punt return or kick return is really about the only thing he's going to do for you? And we, we got that in Deuce Vaughn. I don't think they're going to put Deuce Vaughn back there. I think they tried to see see him do it in, in camp, but the fact that we didn't see him do it in the seat in the game now, unless he does it this week, that changes. But I haven't seen him out there doing it at, at in the game, so I can't say that's what he's going to do just yet. Uh, but yeah. there was a point in time where I was like, "Hey," and and I'm still there because I'm not going to have one game to change my mind. From a special team standpoint, he's going to make this roster. Now, if yeah. he goes out there and he fumbles the ball again, that's a conversation you're going to have to have, man. It just seems to me. It just seems like that's a lot to give up. You know, one roster spot. You know, for a retirement when you've got a roster as loaded as ours. You know, when you could carry an extra running back, if you could carry an extra tight end. Um, I'd rather carry an extra receiver, know, this, to be honest. But you know, he's he's got to show yeah. a little bit more as from a receiver standpoint. And he did some good things, but he, he did some. There's some teach tape. Mike McCarthy talked about. There's some things out there. Um, you know, that he's going to grow on. But he was more active in this game from a receiver standpoint than I saw last year. He was involved in certain concepts. So there, there was actually some good things from a, a wide receiver standpoint in the game. Um, we probably just need to see him do a Jalen Tober game, right? Score a touchdown, make somebody miss, catch the, a screen. All it's going to take is like one or two catches for him to kind of, I think, gain Cowboys Nation's confidence from a wide receiver standpoint. But now I'm not ready to just to boot him off the team from the preseason game. Right, right. And I, I have a feeling that we might be witnessing the greatest defense to ever touch a football field this year. Because uh, just your, depth, your just mouth the dog, to the football guy's ears. Man, we got but we got some Spartans on this team. You know what I mean when I say Spartan. You you remember the movie Three Hundred? Where uh they was waiting yeah. on the op and yeah. they was trying to see how they was gonna slide on them. And uh they looked at the guys from the the other Greek city, and uh, that guy told him, said, uh, you know, you, you bring so few. And he said, well, he said, you there, what do you do for a living? He said, I'm a baker. He said, what about you? What do you do for a living? He said, I'm a blacksmith. And he said, Spartans, what is your occupation? And they said, whoa, that's our defense. Spartans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I hope we have, would you call it the best defense in the history of football? Yeah, I, I mean, hope you're right. Up. It, it could potentially be that. I mean, I ain't trying to, you know, hype everybody up and get your hopes down. Like, it's a little, I, little I, I'll just, I mean, I'll just start with this. I think it's going to be one of the best two or three defenses in the league. Anything more than that is icing on the cake. I want number one, Will. <laughs> Fine. I mean, that's 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 I, I, literally one of the best one. two or three defenses. So if it's number one, it's number one. But I mean, yes, sir. But I mean. 
this I heard this last year. I forget which caller came on here and said, "Man, this is going to be better than the '85 Bears." And I was like, "Can we can we relax a little bit here, man?" Oh, we wouldn't like, quite can, there. Can I we think see, we there can, now, we, can we see him play, man? Can we see him play yeah. before we make him the '85 Bears and the 2000 Ravens? Like, I would love for them to be that. They got the potential to be a, the the best defense in the league. But we're talking about all time defenses without seeing a, a single damn play. Oh wow, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we 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 talking about like some some O five Ravens, some two thousand bucks. 2000. Like you said, eighty five bears. Yeah, I know that's what y'all yeah, talking about. 20, I ain't ready to go there just yet. This, this, this is the twenty twenty three Cowboys, baby. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's be that. There yeah. you go. Let's be the twenty twenty three Cowboys first. Let's see. Let's see where that falls in line. Because you know you what those defenses did. Those defenses ran through the playoffs. Those defenses broke hey. mad records from a scoring standpoint. You couldn't run on them. You couldn't pass on them. You couldn't do none of that. And and in this league, yeah. it's tough to be that type of defense. So let's just let's just yeah, wait man. and see them be the best defense first I, before they the best defense ever step on the field. Yeah, and I heard Mike in that interview. There's no doubt in my mind that that man is working harder than anybody. Sure. Parsons, sure. Man, he don't want to be just a Hall of Famer. He wants to be. He wants to be like the Tom Brady of defense. He wants like, to he be wants the to best be, Hall of Famer. That's what he said. He wants to be the greatest there ever was. And you know, if he's gonna put his best foot forward, he's pushing them other guys. You know, and uh, I mean, you got Demarvion, you got D. Law, we, just, we got Big Mozzie. It's like on every level. It's like you gotta see me. Like I, well, I ain't rolling up by myself. I got the whole crew with me. We going down. <laughs> But, yeah. But hey yeah, man, man, appreciate the show, call, man. good brother. I appreciate you. Yes, yes sir. sir. Sports is wild. Like sports fandom is crazy. The '85 Bears will get smoked in today's game, Joe. This ain't 1985. It's 2023. There's a lot of people, greats of all time, greats that probably would get rocked in today's game across the. What, what are we doing? They get smoked. 85 Bears is one of the greatest defenses in any sport ever, man. Let's not do that. Let, let, let's not do that, bro. Let's not do that. We got to relax. We got to relax. Uh, But yeah, man, if if Kevontae Turpin, because I think he's going to return. Mike McCarr, He here's the thing. This is what I heard the other day. I don't know if y'all noticed this. Uh, they asked him about Kevontae Turpin in the returning situation. And Mike said, well, look, he was supposed to fair catch. He was supposed to wave that hand in fair catch, but he got caught up in the emotions or whatnot and tried to take off and he fumbled. And that's probably why you saw Kevontae Turpin go, oh, damn. He did the opposite of what, what uh, uh, Trayvon Austin did. Uh, Trayvon Austin did a couple years ago. But Mike McCarthy said, oh, he returned it in this game. That made me say, oh, okay. And that's why I told the caller, look, you ain't going to cut him from the first preseason game, but if he goes out there and he does that again, Oh, you 100% going in that room saying, hey, Turk, you want to chop and block, bruh. You want to chop and block because, look, you're you're going to be primarily a returner. You're going to play some snaps at receiver if you show your worth, but you're going to be primarily a returner. And if you can't catch the rock or hold on to the rock as a returner, not going to be here, you know? So, so, yeah, there's pressure now. And that's his fault. All he had to do was fair catch that thing. If he fair catches the rock, no one's having this conversation. I don't even know why he did that. You got two punt returns of preseason last year. You went to the Pro Bowl as a punt returner last year in a regular season. You had some good returns. 
you muffed a few, but you had some good returns as well. Just let your resume speak for itself on, on that side of the ball. You should have been out there trying to do your best work as a receiver, but that's neither here nor there. Yes, sir, Lawrence. Do your job. Uh, 904. What it is, what it do? Good morning. Good morning, sir. Oh, you. I'm good. All right. Hey. This what I want to um I just got a few things I wanna say on there. Um you got the um you know, October is doing very fine and um I think it should be a cool with Gallup this year since he was um you know, he was partially injured last year, so you know, he should be he should be fine. Yeah. And then, yeah. like on the um, on the offensive line, okay, so I'm glad it's that Martin is back. So uh-huh. now we can gel as a unit. Yep, yeah, man. Yeah, getting getting Zach back is definitely great for this offensive line, brother. I, like I said at the top of the show, I think uh, having Terrence Steele yeah. and Zach Martin on that right side is a dynamic duo, man. Man, and that, that, that you know that's awesome, man. I tell you, and just hopefully that you know with um on the opposite side, with we don't know, it's still undecided. We're gonna keep Tyrus Smith over there or or Tyler Smith. Yeah, yeah, this year Tyron Smith will be the left tackle until the inevitable happens, and you'll probably see Tyler kick out there. I'm not quite ready to – there is no left tackle. Mm-hmm. Look, Awesome Richards, I told you, I, I would like to see Awesome stick at left tackle, but I don't know if he's ready to just come in here and be a starter for like 10 games. But, uh, yeah, yeah. No, hey. I just, you just keep him ready at the left guard position, and he should be okay until, you know, Tyron Smith get ready to ride out to the sunset. Sure, man. Sure. That's what I believe. Yeah, but hey. then on the defense, well, you know, yeah, I just think they should just go ahead and let Parsons just rest throughout the rest of the preseason and be ready for game one. Because that, that's priority right though. Like you don't want him to practice? Well, you can practice, but, you know, kind of keep it at a limit. Because we don't, I mean, we don't if, want no injuries. I mean, if he hurt. Towards that game one. Yeah. You're right. If he hurt, yeah, you know, you, you limit him. But if he if he good to go, he good to go. Hey, appreciate the call, though, uh, uh, sir. Thank you for calling in. What was that again? I said appreciate the call, sir. Thank you for calling in. Hey, no doubt, man. And you, you be blessed, man, and take care of yourself. And uh, I hope I can get back on there with when um you and um. Watch. <laughs> you think it was day that that watch? Yeah, y'all had me rolling yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Yeah, that's my guy. That's my bro. All right, salute. Let's get uh seven five seven. What's a good seven five seven? Oh lord. Oh, there you go. Hello, hello. What's going on, man? Uh, you you're very low, but what's up? Can you can you speak up a little bit? Oh, can you hear me? I, I it's low, but but I'll I'll turn you up if I can. Yeah, what's up? Uh, one second, one second. All right, can you hear me better now? Sure, yeah. All right. Yeah, so I just got, I'm going to keep it short. Just as far as uh, Micah goes, as far as Micah goes, uh, just like the last person said, I know he said a limited practice, but I don't think he should practice at all anymore, man. Uh Unless we're talking uh, walkthroughs, 
so he can know the place. And yeah, basically just walkthroughs, man. Just walkthroughs. Preseason games without the question. Oh yeah, yeah. Not for him right now. Yeah, no. I, I don't want to see him one snap in preseason. No, it's not happening. The only person I want to see, the only person I want to see play preseason. Only two people I want to see play preseason that uh, they deemed out was uh, Dak Prescott, and I also want to see uh, yeah. Zach Martin. <laughs> Wait, what? As well. wait, 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 wait. I'm going hard on Zach. I'm going hard wait, on Zach. Wait, 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 yeah. I do want to see him out okay. there. So I, if you, I want to see if he if works. If you it. do that yeah. and Mike is healthy, then damn it, why not just play all your starters? That's the point. Well, if, if Zach Martin and Dak is out there in preseason, I expect the whole starting O-line there we to go. be out there. Because I damn sure ain't walking Dak because out there behind Josh Ball and Josh Matt Olesko and Brock Hoffman and Matt Forniak and... No, 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 no. So yeah. if you're going, if you want to play Dak and you want to play Zach, damn it, you better play Tyron. You better play Tyler. Well, I don't know about Tyron. We know Tyron can get. You better play Terrence. You better play Biotish. <laughs> <laughs> you better put your starting line yeah. out there, bro. Because if you get your quarterback hurt I'm, behind a backup makeshift offensive line for the sake of two series in the preseason. Yeah, I just, I, I just want to see him for like maybe one or two series. Honestly, I don't really need to see him too, especially if. They move the ball well. Then I, I'd be like, you know what? Sit down. We, you know, we don't want to risk anything. But when you go to contractual war with Jerry Jones, my guy Jerry Jones, you got to show something. You got to show something because Jerry was pushing. He, he telling you, he like, he just being honest. He just being honest. Hey, look, man, this money right here, we got to pay this to Michael Parsons in the future. But you sat there, you've been here, you've been getting paid top dollar for the past. Who's hot at the top? Five, five, five six years. Let me ask you a question. You mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. he got a show. What do you what do you expect future first by the Hall of Famer, eight time all pro Zach Martin? What do you want him to show? What what do you what do you what do you mean by that? I want to make sure he's not out of shape from missing all this time. Cause uh even though, you know, I believe personally that he, he, you know, he would keep up with himself at this time. But we also believe the same thing with Ezekiel Elliott when we had to pay him. And then each year, it just kept dropping. It just kept dropping. It just kept his production. His production just kept dropping. But so, I don't, you know, as an old lineman, I believe that he'll be able to keep up with himself. Yeah. I just do, man. It's it really to me is is the fact that you're getting two two years fully guaranteed, eighteen million after we already front loaded you on your original you contract. Got, you got an issue with him getting paid? Okay. Yeah, I, I I didn't like the way he did it, man. I don't like I don't like when people did like Randy Gregory. I don't like the way he. Oh, you guys put this clause in my. Yeah, we put this clause in your goddamn contract because your ass been smoking weed and you've been missing. No, we didn't have Randy Gregory for like three, four years. He didn't miss three, four years off of suspension for the same shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then you don't feel like we're doing a, 
a good thing your contract because we can put a little clause. Hell yeah, we can put something in there because yeah. we want to make sure your ass don't get suspended while while this shit going down. <laughs> I hate when people go to war with Jerry with the contracts, man. Oranges, but yeah, I, I just don't like it. You you don't like it. <laughs> well, you won't ever find me I back in like some it, damn bro. billionaire owners that can cut you at the drop of the dime and not give you nothing. So, but um, but yeah, man. Look, now it's got resolved. He's here. It's hypothetical now, right? As Mike McCarthy would say. Yeah. He got his bread. He ain't break. He ain't break no records or nothing like that. I thought it was a pretty good deal if you ask me. But yeah. 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 I mean, we. I, I look at our roster, man. I, I feel fully in closing, confident. In closing, this season. Yeah, I feel fully confident this season, man. I feel like we got the uh, interior D lineman. We got the outside rushes. Uh, we have an okay line back and core, which will grow and get better because they they're super young. They they're all of them. Oh, yeah. Micah, Overshone, Clark. Everybody is. Super young, and you already know the backfield is covered. I I trust in Dak to go back to rookie Dak, and even though they called you uh, check down Dak or whatever the hell Shannon Sharp used to call you, you was winning goddamn games doing that. It's not a bad thing. So I'm just I'm really I'm just ready for the season to start and for this preseason, the second preseason game, so I can get a better look at everything. Man. Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate the call. All right, thank you, bro. Yes, sir. Salute. Let me tell you something about playing these, playing your guys, your quarterback at the least. Not you're not you don't run your quarterback out there with a backup line. You don't. So if you want to see Dak Prescott out there in preseason, you have to run out your starting line. You you have to. Like back in the day, yeah, it was it was customary to do preseason games because that's just the way it was. Um, and you see certain teams run out their guys, but they're not running out their guys behind Awesome Richards, Brock Hoffman, TJ Bass, you know, Josh Ball, Matt Waletsko, Matt Fornia. They're not you're not rolling them out there behind that. Let me let me just give you an example. Did you see the offensive line blocking for the quarterbacks on Saturday? You wanted to put Dak behind that. Not you, caller, but there's people that say Dak Prescott should be out there. Because you were with me. You, you said, hey, no, 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 no. You put him out there with the starting offensive line. So, sure. We want to put him out there. Cool. Well, then you better run everybody else back out Because you're a fool if you want to put him behind that starting offensive line and risk the injury that you would get. It's what, five sacks or whatever it was? Yeah, all right. I'm not doing none of that. I ain't doing none of that. All right, 209. <laughs> you got to fight. Hey, what's going on, Scott? You got to fight to finish. Hey, not much. What's up? Hey, that's okay. Uh, real quick, I just wanted just to say just a couple of quick things that I noticed uh, during the game because I didn't get a chance to call you yesterday. But... uh <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, uh, uh, Deuce uh, is uh, definitely as good as advertised. I'll tell you that. I like what I saw. Um, real quick, I'm just going to touch on just a couple quick things. Um, I, I will, I, I, let me ask you two questions. Let me just put it this way because I don't want to be the homer in the room because, you know, I don't know a lot about these two new guys. But if Micah is going to be on the defensive end spot all the time now from what it looks like, 
Do you think uh, Damone Clark, which I like what I saw, and Overshone seems to be like he's going to be a, a diamond in the rough. Do you think those two can step in and just do what Micah was doing when we first drafted him? What What do you mean by that? Well, what I mean is I think, if I heard correctly, is that Micah is going to be uh, more rushing the passer, I think, more than linebacker, I think. Is that is sure. that true? I believe I heard that somewhere. Well, I mean, you ain't heard it. You saw it. You saw him, you know, 80% of his yeah. snaps on the defensive line last year, and he's probably going to play a lot of defense in. But you said, can they be what Micah was his rookie year? Well, Micah had 13 well, sacks. They're not going to be Micah, but can they fill uh, the his role that he was – I think drafted to do for you know I think be like I think it would a linebacker. Be a linebacker. Can, can it be a linebacker? I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah that's kind of what I was referring to. Yeah, I've told you before, Demone Clark. I think is he's going to be like that. I think he's going to be the eventual middle linebacker <laughs> of this team. I saw so. some of Vach's tape, and let me tell you, he definitely closed the gap quickly on that one dude that thought he had all that space. I ETN. like that. Yeah. And then real quick though, um, I, I want to say this too, Zach Martin. That was <laughs> that was just inevitable, man. I mean, Josh Ball reminded me uh, of, 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 if you remember back in the day, uh, uh, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years ago, reminded me of Chaz Green. I mean, that that, that was just an accident, man. I'm sorry. I'm glad we signed Zach Martin. But, uh, yeah. So the only, the only other thing I was going to say, too, to somebody else who called, you know, I don't think that it's going to – it's probably going to be the, the greatest defense ever, but I think we can potentially be – the best defense in the league this year. Oh, yeah. I want to take baby steps with that. I think I'm it could be the best in the league, but I'm not ready to, you know, to crown them all time just yet. Yeah. But I like the way things are going. Oh, one last piece. Jalen, uh, I think it's Jalen Tolbert, man. Watch out. Yeah. We yeah. could have the best wide receiving core in the, in the league this year. If everybody just feeds off everybody. I like it. Yeah. It's, it's your thoughts it's, on that real quick before I leave. Yeah. Well, which one, the thoughts on best wide receiver core or just Jalen Tolbert? Yes, uh, I, I believe that we could have the best wide receiving core. Your thoughts on that real quick. Uh, I, I mean, look, with, I said this could be a top five receiving core if, if uh, Michael Gallup is back to Michael Gallup. So if you say Michael Gallup is back that. to Michael Gallup and then you add Jalen and say Jalen Tolbert is like that, right? Then, I mean. I'm referring to if Tolbert continues to go the way he's going and Gallup feeds off of that and goes into the potential that we thought he could do and maybe a wee bit more, you already got Cooks as being Cooks and Lamb's already going to be CD. So that's what I'm basing it off of is. It's it's yeah. again. I think it's a top. I think it could be a top five core if you got if you got Gallup is healthy and then Tobert is continuing to carry over his. Yeah, I I can't. Yeah, I, I'm not ready to say number one. Because, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and that catch in the back of the end zone there in practice. I saw that on your live stream, man. Damn, and and then to plant that too, and, and that, that 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 was that was sick. That was sick. I saw that, and that was sick. So, but hey, man, as always, uh, I like your guys' show. I like your show. And real quick, uh, when do you and Vox go on? I'm sorry. I, I, I've been trying to catch you guys live. When do you guys go on Central Time? Uh, three, I'll say 3.15. We're usually in the green oh, okay. room about Well, anyway, as always, man, you know, you and Vox are the, the best two uh, YouTubers uh, as far as what I watch. I like your guys' content. I'm 40 years I'm 53 years old. I've, I've been a Cowboy fan for 40 years. I don't know everything. Every day between you two, I've you learned something. I. Yeah, I learn something right. every day too, brother. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. Bye. I'm gonna go back, finish what he was talking about with the with the with the linebackers. Um, I'm surprised he didn't say anything about LV either. But but so Micah came in, 
to do linebacker things. So if you're saying, can he, they replace the linebacker role that Micah was drafted to be? Yeah, uh, y'all know how I feel about Demon Clark. And DeMarvion Overshone is showing, you know, his prowess as a linebacker. So, yeah, I mean, look, I said this the other day. I think Demo, I actually said it when he got drafted. I think Demo and Demon Clark are the future at the position. It's a matter of when that future begins. And, and, and that's why LV has to stay healthy. Uh, but, yeah, Micah, Micah got out to the queue right away, right? Like, second game. They said, oh, you can do that? Come on, good sir. And not only did he get after the queue, he was getting after the queue at a high level, and he was playing linebacker at a high level. I there's nobody on the roster I think is going to be able to do that in the same manner. But from linebacker things, yeah, I think Damone Clark, DeMarvion, Overshone um, give you some confidence. Now, again, they got to go out there next week or this Saturday, continue to stack, right? Continue to build that. So once you get to the regular season, we're not kind of worried. We was worried last year. That's why they went out and got Anthony Barr. All right, let's get to some of these super chats. Y'all ain't writing this chat. Super chat. Uh, my guy Caustic, salute to you. Dropped a couple. And said, "Oh, wait a minute. That's you." So did Mo? How did this happen? He said Mo, love the show. Thanks for what you do. How how did that happen? Was Mo live at like twelve in the morning yesterday or something? Interesting. Don't know how that happened, Caustic. My bad, brother. But yeah, I'll read the super chat for you if Mo did. He says Mo love the show. Thanks for everything you do. Um, Danny said, Micah balked up to rush the pass and not drop back in coverage. Yeah, he's uh, he'll do some coverage things, but he ain't, ain't going to be a lot. I think we'll see similar numbers. If it ain't 80%, what, 77, 75? Like, I, I, I don't see Micah Parsons doing a whole bunch of linebacker things this year. If Damone Clark, LVE stays healthy, um, Demo. Right, these guys show that they can handle it. Yeah, I don't see that. I mean, Will, again, I, we, we, we go back and forth, but I'm 100% about this too. And that's why I've been kind of, I hate to put a wet blanket on, on, you know, the excitement of things. But he said, I don't really care about having the best defense ever. I just want to win a title. That's how I am. Like, Let's start with, hey, can we have the best defense in the league? I do think having the best defense in the league helps you get there, obviously. But the best defense ever, you don't need to have the best defense ever. Just like we don't need to have the best offense ever or even in the league this year. But it is fun to have all these, these parts. These are young parts, too. A lot of these young parts that are going to help this defense for sure. But um, I don't know, man. I just, as a Cowboy fan, I think I'm jaded. Because I, I've heard this too many times in the sense of, well, we're going to be the best this, or we're going to da-da-da, da-da-da. Hey, man, you got to have some room <laughs> and a little bit of realism. Now, the defense, I actually give you all a little bit more room on the defense because we're seeing some progression from a statistical standpoint, and the talent is growing. But, whew, the best ever talk is kind of crazy, a little bit. It's kind of crazy. All right, that'll do it for today's show. Good stuff. Tomorrow we pick things back up with the scientific the scientific method. Yes, science. We got Patrick Nosey Walker coming through, giving us his boots on the ground take of uh, what's happening down there at training camp and some inside information as well. If you enjoyed the show, as always, on your way out, please hit the like button. Please, please hit the like button. It it. Our virtual currency, right? It's our virtual currency. 
it will help get this thing out here. We're, we're continuing to grow. The morning shows are starting to hit a, a K pretty much, which is which I think during a regular season, it's going to be like that. And I think it's because you guys are helping get it, it out there. And if you get that out there, we continue to grow on our side. And I'm going to continue to put in 110% uh, to it. My lady had to drag me out the studio yesterday. Come get something. She's like, nah, man, I want to put this. I'll be there, but I want to put this show together for the Bomb Squad, man, because they show up every day. They go hard. So I feel like I need to as well. Uh, subscribe as well. If you are new, if I know there's a lot of different people here now. If you're kind of jumping in and you're digging the vibe of the show, subscribe. It's only going to get better during the regular season. Hit the notification bell. We'll have some videos dropping as well. And then Mauricio, he does his primetime show around 8 p.m. Central uh, here on the channel, on Twitter, as well as Facebook. So appreciate you guys for being here, Bomb Squad. I will be back on the Vossum Boy Live show. I have some um, family things to take care of, but then Thursday I won't be. There's there's a lot going on uh, personally, and I will tell you guys all the great news here soon, uh, but we want to make sure we get everything in order uh, prior to that. So appreciate y'all for being here. Y'all really make this thing go a whole lot. With that said, press this button. I'll be back, Shaq. I'll be back. Thank you, Gregory. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, Slim. Bookmark this. <laughs> I'm messing with you, dog. Love y'all to death. Be out of here. Peace. Thank you, Miss Jackie. Shouts out to the mod squad.